Good morning and God bless, man. Last week was radical, man. Growing in His Word is sponsored by Jesus and led by the Holy Spirit. Listen, we are a uh, uh, we don't have a nonprofit. We don't have a, a, a church or an online free teaching Bible teaching solid word in God's word. God bless you guys and welcome back to growing in His Word, man. Wow, amazing. Last week we were in Revelation chapter 15. And we talked about the bowls of judgments. We talked about the actual uh, bowls of judgment. And we talked about how God lives forever and ever. And then we said that the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from His power. And no one was able to enter the temple until the seven plagues and the seven angels were completed. And we talked about that, how God's judgment is coming He's going to summon the angels. He's going to go ahead and and, in chapter uh, 16 of Revelation, declare his voice upon the earth and say, look, this is where it's at. You know, we see this happening. Father, we come before you. We thank you for this chapter. Lord, in Jesus' name, lead Holy Spirit. Amen. Look, man, welcome back to Growing in His Word. Last week, we talked about some radical stuff, man. We talked about the uh, Revelation 15, the, the bowl of judgments. Uh, we talked about the, the awesomeness of the Holy Spirit, man, and, and, and the prelude to the bowl of judgments. And we talked about the radical glass, how, how you know, John saw the glass mingled with fire. And we, we talked about the great marvelous powers of God and what he's going to do to get the attention of the non-believers and the believers' ears so we're talking about the third woe, man. We're talking about Revelation chapter 16. We're talking about how it comes off of 15, goes into 16. Last week it said, and, and we we're in chapter 15, verse 7, it said, Then one of the four living creatures gave to them seven angels, seven golden bowls, full of the wrath of God. So now we have the wrath of God and it's, uh, it's coming, who lives forever and ever. Listen, verse 8 says, The temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God, and, and listen, and from His power, and no one was able to enter the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were completed. Then we go, boom, right into chapter 16, and it says, Then I heard a loud voice. Okay, now listen, man, they're, they're in heaven, from the temple saying to the seven angels, Go and pour out the bowls of the wrath of God on the earth. Here he says, go, go pour out the wrath. This is the voice of God. We're looking at the third woe in Revelation chapter 11, verse 14. Mark that down, note takers. Eleven fourteen of Revelation. This is the third woe that John's talking about in Revelation chapter 16, verse 1 on down. And it's crazy. Because we're going to see some radical stuff in this chapter, man. It's, it's amazing because the, the wrath of God was given to the earth for believers and non-believers, mostly non, not 100% for non-believers, <laughs> to repent. God wants us to repent. These were given to repent before he comes. And... And this is going to happen, man. This is going to happen, uh, uh, you know, during the seven-year period immediately, okay, 
this is before Jesus' return. So basically, these are the occurring, they're going to occur at the end of the seven-year period, immediately before Jesus Christ returns. And so we see the image from Israel's exodus to the bowl of judgment, judgments, because in the days of Moses, God sent plagues upon Egypt, remember? And that included the plagues of boils. And Exodus chapter 9, verse 8 through 12 talks about the water turning into blood. We see how in 714, in the darkness of Exodus, we see in chapter 10, verse 21 through 29. But after the plagues described in this chapter happened because they're symbolic, you know, we can't really envision everything that's going to happen, but we know, however, that God's judgment of this world will not be symbolic judgment. We, we, we know because uh, it's real. And basically, uh, it's going to be terrifying than the symbol itself. And so, believers, I don't believe that we're going to be here when, when this happens. I think that we're going to be caught up, herpazo. The Bible says in Greek, the word is harpazo, to be caught up, snatched away, taken away. We're going to hear the angel blow the trumpet. Preferably, I think it's angel Gabriel. And chapter four of Revelation, God, Jesus says, the angel says that, that John says he saw the door and it opened up into heaven. And that's where we were taken out. And so we can see how God is on the throne and he's in control, you guys. And we see how he's coming to shake the world so that they will wake up and say, wow, God is real and we should have followed him. But that's not for us. That's for the future of non-believers who think that they can escape God's judgment. God loves us so much that even in the end, he's going to bring this strong force of, of radical judgment, the bowl of judgments, so that non-believers submit to him and say, I'm, I, I can't do it anymore. And they're going to see this, man. I mean, they're going to do it. Those who believe in the book of Revelation is all fulfilled in the history, man. Listen, if you can't understand this, it's it, then you need to say, look, Lord Jesus, show me. Because God is coming when we least expect it. Life is full of surprises. But Jesus knows everything we want. He knows everything that we need. And Satan on the other end is saying, look, God isn't real. You don't have to believe in him. There's not going to be any judgments. We're just salamanders that evolved from the earth in the mud. And you don't got to worry about nothing. But that's not true because there's going to be judgments. And the first ones are going to be the, the, the bowl of foul and loathsome sores. So listen to this. Wow. Whew. I'm just waking up, man. I, I mean, I had a long night. I had some nightmares. <laughs> I'm convinced that Satan hates me, man, because every time I preach, I have nightmares. And you may be thinking, oh, man, what's going on in, 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 in your head? Now, listen, the enemy attacks us. He wants to attack us, sidetrack us. He wants to make us think that we're not loved, that we're not, we're not part of his plan. Satan wants to make us think that we are just ugly, evil people and that we don't have a plan in this world. Satan wants to try to get in our head and destroy our relationship with Jesus Christ. He'll do it with video games. He'll do it with gambling, addictions, everything you could think of. He'll even cause your own family members to call you up out of nowhere and try to attack you with these nasty teeth. And, oh, remember me? Remember this? Remember that? Remember this? 
We don't have to remember anything but Jesus Christ and how he is in control of this whole life that we have in him. Believers, listen. I know I talk fast, but there's a lot of powerful nuggets inside here that the Lord's showing you. I slept wrong last night. My neck hurts. That's why, I, you know, I get like this. The enemy does that. You get nightmares and you're like, oh, moving to the left, moving to the right. And your neck's cripped. By the next thing in the morning, you can't even talk right. You're like, oh, oh, my neck. It's the Holy Spirit that works, man. We just got to be obedient, believers. Satan hates us. He'll cause a cat to scratch you and you'll get cat scratch fever. Oh, boy, you got you to be kidding me. I've seen it all, man. <laughs> I've seen the evilest stuff from the awesome of God's glory stuff from the in-between as a pastor. I've heard it all, seen it all, been through it all. Seen pastors live, seen pastors die, seen pastors take the money, they die, they live, they get caught, they do this, they do that. I've seen it all, believers. I've seen it all. I've seen the drama, the politics, in fact, a lot, of the, a lot of believers today won't go to church because they've been offended. <laughs> yeah, man, I've been there too. Listen, the church is like an ER, man. You know, you get, hey, here comes an ambulance. Take me in. It's to patch you up and get you in and get you out. It's not for you to stay there and milk, milk the church all day. And Yeah, we're, we're, we have to be joined together. The Bible says not to forsake the gathering. I get it. But we can't be at each other's throats, believers. Listen, Satan hates us. So verse 2 says, So the first went and poured, Revelation chapter 16. We talk about the earth, how God is taking now the third woe here. Revelation chapter 11 that relates to this, verse 14. It's the repentance. Listen, Jesus Christ is so loving and merciful that he's allowing all this stuff to happen to us because he loves us. He's sending bowls of judgments. He's getting ready to wrap it up. Take us home. Well, I don't believe that. We're way off. You might be right. But that don't mean we have to. We can't get ready. <laughs> I mean, do you go to your work without clothes? I mean, we got to get ready. Come on, man. Jesus is coming. We got to get excited. We need a revival, and only Christ Jesus can start this revival. But it starts with us believers. It starts with us Okay, I don't want your money. I want your attention. May I have your attention, please? Jesus Christ has a plan for you. And so does Satan. Make a choice. Because this is what's going on. Because the seven angels come forward and they administer the seven plagues, which are the last plagues. And God will send forth before Christ returns clothed in pure bright linen. Golden, golden linen, beautiful. This, the, these garments that they're having, and it, it signifies purity and righteousness. Because the angels are representatives of God's spotless justice. We don't got to worry. He did this to me. She did that to me. She cheated on me. Oh, I'm hurt. Okay, pray for her. Believers, pray for him. My wife slapped me a good one. Oh, well, go run away. But go get counseling. 
but, but don't let her hurt you to the point where she's going to kill you. I mean, but God, God knows everything, believers. What we got to do is rest in Him. Okay? Chapter 16 in Revelation is very important. You may think this has, what does this have to do with it? Because the lives that we live on earth reflect God's judgment upon us if we're not saved. It's very important. Think about it. What provokes our father to this kind of wrath? Well, it's meant to happen. Yeah, it's meant to happen. But do you want to be part of the plan? Or do you want to be part of the judgment plan? You got to make that decision, believer. Because verse 2 says, So the first went out, the first went and poured out his bowl upon the earth, and a foul and loathsome sore came upon the man who had the mark of the beast and those who worshiped his image. Listen. Then the second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it became blood as of the dead man and Every living creature in the sea died. The third bowl was the waters that turned into blood. Kind of like Exodus. Remember, I just quoted that. Then the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers in springs of water. And they became blood. Believers, that's gross. You ever smell blood? You're thinking, are you kidding me? It's nasty. A river full of blood. Gross. Disgusting. Filth. God's showing his judgment upon this earth. And he will because he's, he's angry. He can only be trampled upon so much in this life. And when you teach children what's not right and what's wrong and what's not... He's going to get mad. When you parade around with things that you don't need to parade around with, he's going to get angry. And you may think to yourself, well, we have rights. No, the Bible says we don't have rights. We have a right to, mean something, to remain silent and follow Jesus Christ and love others. And if we can't do that, then that's, what, what, what is it, where, where, is this, where are we going? As a society, believers, listen, 2022, man, we're going into 23 now. A lot of stuff has changed. Rewind your clocks and look back. Go from 1970 to 2022 and look at the laws now. Study them. Study what they're teaching in your schools. Study what they're teaching your children. Study where, where you're going with the, with the laws, with the, with the marriage laws, with this, with that, with this, with that. Oh, you're singling me out. It's happening. Believers, it's happening. Believe me. Listen. It says you are righteous, O Lord. Okay? Verse 5. And I heard the angel of the waters saying, You are righteous, O Lord, the one who is and who was and who is to be, because you, you, have judged these things. For they have shed the blood of saints and prophets, and you have given them blood to drink, for it is their just due. And I heard another from the altar saying, Even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are your judgments. It's interesting because 
In the end, they're going to be martyring. Believers are going to be murdered and killed. And you see, the blood represents, look at all the blood now, drink it. You want it? God's pouring his judgment out upon the, upon the world. And this is, this, is what's, this is what it is, man. When these judgments come, believers, the time must be very short until the return of Jesus. Listen, an ecological disaster such as these, the human race can't survive very long. You see, they thirsted after the blood of the, of the saints of God and they massacred us. Now they got a lot of it to drink, don't they? And God's going to show him, show the, the uh, non-believers what they have and what they can drink with it. Their waters, their natural resources is gone. Believers, listen, <laughs> we're living in the end times. Just take a look at the water now. They've been fracking so many years. The oil goes underneath the water. It destroys the water. The water gets all disgusted. Your, your, your water systems are nasty. You start getting cancers from the water. You know, they, they have lawsuits all over the world because the waters are, are just disgusting. But God's going to bring blood. It's going to be similar to Exodus, Exodus chapter 7, verse 17. Whether or not, remember the Nile River? It was turned into blood. <laughs> but the judgment here <clears throat> is definitely worse because it's it's going to be global, you see? And and the third bowl, like the third trumpet, this targets the rivers and the springs of the water. <laughs> Ugh. It's going to be nasty, believers, and bitter and nasty. Because God is upset and his judgments of inhabitants on the earth and the violent, unrighteous works of, of people who don't repent. God forces the unrepentant and, and the unbelievers who have shedded the blood of God's people to drink the blood in order to avenge the death of the martyrs. Some of them requested this is what they get. And so we see God's judging the world. And they're going to have to drink that blood to survive. Because there's not going to be any more water. And God's going to say, that's for the martyrs. That's for the people. You killed my people. And now I'm here. And my judgments are coming. And we see the fourth bowl. We see, we see the fourth bowl. Men are scorched. Then the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun. And power was given to him and scorched men with fire. You ever been outside lately? Bible says in Peter, the earth's going to melt with fervent heat. But dang, it's been pretty hot lately. I mean, I went outside for a little while the other day. It was 117. I'm looking at my car and it says, it's 117 outside in my Toyota. Yeah, I have a Toyota. I don't drive a nice car because I'm not some rich guy who wants money from people. <laughs> Where did that come from? Listen, believers, it's hot outside. <laughs> it's so hot, my friend quit his job. He works outside. He said, I can't even handle it no more, man. But you got such a nice city job. I don't care what they pay. I got to get out of this sun. 
Listen, believers, the fourth angel is going to pour out his bowl on the, on, on the sun. And power was given to him to scorch men with fire, man. And they're really going to be on fire. So all you false pastors out there, you're going to be really on fire. <laughs> I can't wait to see Joel Osteen on fire. I'm sorry, Lord, forgive me. Not like that. You know, on fire for the Lord. <laughs> Maybe he'll repent. <laughs> Verse 9 says, And men were scorched with great heat. Oh! And they blaspheme the name of God. Oh, they blaspheme the name of God. They're so angry. They're even, look, even in the end. Who has power over these plagues? And they did not repent and give him glory. Believers, they're not going to even repent. That's how nasty it is. They're not even going to repent. So they got burned before their soul got even torched. Interesting, isn't it? How we got it all figured out. How we think, oh, we're just in the safe zone this week. I don't have to worry because I have money, a big house. I have a place to hide away. God says, you're not going to hide, oh, you non-believers. You can dig caves and holes and get inside of it, but you still got to get that water, the bloody water. And these are going to be their bloody, you know, these their bloody drinks. In the end, it's disgusting. I know it. I'm sorry. Anybody want a Bloody Mary? And this is what they're going to get. Because they, they're so full of evil and hate and envious and all what all like the Bible says, Romans chapters 1 and etc. That they're going to get left behind. And that's what's going to happen, believers. But you may think, oh, I've got it figured out. i got a PhD in, in science and psychology. I, I don't need to hear this. Because see, I don't really care what you say. But I don't really care what you think either. I'm going to pray for you. But here's the deal. In the end, when it happens, if, you're, if we're even here at the time, or you're here, or whatever it may be, or you're listening to this going, whoa, you better repent. Because God loves you. And he wants to have a relationship with you. It's that simple. Repent. Don't even get to that point. Just repent and be done with it. You know, I see so many people say, I don't believe in God. But when I go to the hospital to visit them when they're dying, they all of a sudden they believe. It's, it's interesting. Uh, you know, Darwin, um, et cetera, et cetera. I, I mean, think about it. Everybody has it all figured out till they get in that ER and they get diagnosed. I'm a cancer survivor myself. You know, I went to the doctors and they gave me a biopsy. He said, yeah, you got cancer, man. When I was done with that one, I got another diagnosis. I was like, wow, two for two. <laughs> I might be going home soon. Yes, I win. But God said, no, dude, you're not getting out of here this fast. I'm not done with you. I'm like, oh, bummer. <laughs> you may think I'm crazy, but to live is to die. To die is the gain. When we die, we live. We enter into the second phase of hope. The hatikva in Hebrew, the, the hope, the blessed hope of eternal salvation in Jesus Christ. Our bodies are just a temple. But not just just, but it's 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 a it's a we're passing through. But then the fourth angel is going to pour out his bowl of judgment, man, on the sun. It's just going to scorch them. Ah, they're going to burn, bro. Listen to this. 
Because they didn't repent and give them glory. God wants repentance and glory. Believers, then the fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and his kingdom became full of darkness, and they gnawed their tongues because of the pain. They blasphemed, they blasphemed God of heaven because of their pains and their sores and did not repent of their deeds. God is still spanking. He loves us even in the end. He's saying, I want you to come to me. Oh, come to me. He wants everybody in. It's, it's, it's the club of Jesus. It's come on in. It's free. But they wouldn't repent of their deeds. The fourth bowl is a reminiscent of the fourth trumpet and its effect on the sun. And it's going to be bad. But those who follow the beast and they blaspheme the name of God, remember the beast, so they, they, they can't argue of the, with the power of God. And so the good news is, is Christ is still in effect. Even just before he returns. But apparently, they're going to reject. Some, not, by, not all, but, but un, all unbelievers who are still alive, they need to repent. Or it's going to come on them. The fifth bowl, man, is darkness and pain. And you know what? God is showing the world that he is the light of the world. I mean, we haven't even made it through the bowls yet on this sermon. We don't have, we're running out of time, believers. But know this. We're living in a dark world. We're living in a time where, you know, people are all about themselves. And they, they get caught up. We need to, believers, we need to get prepared for the kingdom of God. We need to be like children, the Bible says. Listen, God wants a relationship with us. He doesn't want to hurt us. He loves us. He wants us to come to him. He wants us to love him. He wants us to freely, with open arms, say, look, I'm here, man. Live the life of Christ. We all fall short. I fall short. Everyone I know has fallen short. But the thing of it is, is Jesus Christ wants to have a relationship with you. Yes, people hurt us. We got to forgive them and move on. Does God make it right? He does make it right. Does money make it right? Yeah, sometimes it does, depending on the hurts. But Jesus Christ wants a relationship with us. He wants us to know that we are his family. God doesn't want to hurt us. He wants to love us. Will, will you let him love you? Will you say, Lord, forgive me, I'm a sinner. I want to come to you, Lord. Will you pray that prayer? Will you say, give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Give heed to the voice of my cry, Father. My King and my God. For to you I will pray. My voice you shall hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning I will direct it to you, Father. And I will look up. Listen to this, believers. I will look up for you are not, for you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness. Nor shall evil dwell with you. 
The boastful shall not stand in your sight. You hate all the workers of iniquity, and you shall destroy those who seek falsehood. Speak, speak falsehood. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and the deceitful man. We don't want to do this. We want to be just like the Lord. Father, we come before you, Lord, in your name, Jesus. Thank you for this time, Father, and growing in his word. Lord, you said that if we come, come to you, Father, that you will bless us. You said, Lord, we can come to you for all things, and we pray in faith and time of any distress that we're in, Lord. Like you said in Psalm 6, Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger, nor chasten me in your hot dis- displeasure. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are troubled. My soul also is greatly troubled. But O you, O Lord, how long? Jesus, you are awesome, Father. You died for us, and not a bone was broken, Lord, on that cross. You took it all, Father, for that we could be, but we, we could repent, Father, and come into a, a relationship with you, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you for this. And we ask, Father, that you bless us today, Lord, and deliver us from our sins. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys. Listen, read Psalms. Read Psalm 7. Read Psalm 6. Psalms 5, read it, enjoy it, and love the Lord Jesus. Next week, we're going to get into Revelation, and we're going to finish these uh, bowls of judgments, man. <laughs> but they don't relate to us believers. They relate They relate to the non-believers in the end, because Jesus Christ is coming with his angels and his lawyers to judge the world. God bless you guys, and thank you for logging on to Growing in His Word. And we look forward to hearing from you. God bless you guys, and God bless everybody out in all these countries that are praying for the ministry here we thank you thank you for all your prayers and your emails god bless you guys in jesus name amen god bless you guys